Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Welcome off the post. I'm Russ Cohn. We've got Anthony Mangione. Ant, how are you? Doing. I'm functional today, Russ. How about you? Yeah, <laughs> functional's good. I was out walking yesterday, and now it's pouring rain, and maybe the sun's yeah. coming out. I, I do want to let people know we are going to do a classic show here, but I have a. Um, I, I spoke to Tim Stutzler yesterday, and have an article, actually two articles coming out on him, so people can keep an eye out on my Twitter feed at Sportsology for that. He could go anywhere from second to fifth in the draft. He's in Germany. Uh, uh, great kid. Really uh, was interesting. So I think people will like that. And we'll be RTing it. Uh, off, if you follow off the Post Radio's Twitter feed, you'll, you'll, we'll be RTing Russ's yeah. uh, articles there too. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, 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 Mike, if, and, if Russ is, and if Russ is nice to me, I'll give it a retweet as well. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, that's a 50-50. I'm, I'm mostly nice. <laughs> and how are you today, Mike? Oh, not bad. You know, still still fighting off the uh, you know fighting off a, a nagging cough. But other than that, I'm uh, doing okay. I mean, again, you would think Tang would cure that for you, but clearly Tang doesn't cure anything it for has. anybody. It's it's def- no, it's definitely helped Tang. You know, it it helped the astronauts, and it's helping me. I, I still have never found proof of that. But we move on, Anthony. I'm going to let you decide who goes first and let everybody know the teams and the classic show that we're about to do. I, and so what we've been doing, if you have just tuning in and haven't heard from last week in our previous announcements, the fact that for our NHL pause series, at least for the next four weeks or so, our intention was to lay out the all-time starting lineups for each of the, of the NHL teams. We're going each show division by division. Last week, we did the Metro Division, so if you want to check that out, it's actually linked up off of our uh, off the post uh, tw- off the post radio Twitter feed, off of today's show as well. So if you want to listen to that after this show, by all means. Uh, basically, each of us were, were tagged with respons- with uh, responsibilities for at least about three three to four teams in each division, uh, and giving out who we thought uh, should be the starting lap. Now the format is critical. We are position locked. Uh, going left wing center and what right wing, so you can't double up on centers. Uh, I'm not going to be strict with regards to left defense versus right defense, so that right. can kind of be a little bit more flexible. And obviously, your goaltender. So basically, six players that you would have if, if you were if, if you were that team and you would set up their starting lineup. Plus, we also added for this show, uh, in addition to the current teams in the Atlantic Division, which is our topic for today. Uh, we're also going to be Mike is going to also be providing his uh, I'm sorry his uh, Hartford Whalers and Quebec Nordiques rosters as well. So that nice. is pretty much the theme of today's show. I think uh, format wise, we'll probably go. We'll start out with Mike first with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Then we'll go with Russ, and then I'll be third. Okay. All right. So um, Michael, well, you have the start off with the Leafs. <laughs> Yeah, with the franchise that's 102 years old, it's it's tough to have players that you know most people know. Um, now, I I looked at obviously their career points and their uh, 
ability to win Stanley Cups, which limits anybody who after 1967. But uh, that being said, uh, uh, left left wing was pretty was pretty clear. It was uh, Frank Mahovlich. Um, I, I did consider <clears throat> I did consider Busher Jackson, um, but uh, Mahovlich's career numbers in four Stanley Cups, you know, I think puts him over the top. Center. Um, it's definitely Dave Keon. Dave Keon was voted the all-time greatest Leaf when they did their hundredth anniversary a couple years ago. Um, which you know, Not you, you no look more. at it, you know, <laughs> you, okay. You look, you look at you, you know, Sittler Sit, Sit, and Teeter Kennedy and Sundin, who's I, a career points leader. Uh, and still apps, but I think Keon is is is. The I know best. a show host that would probably uh, put Austin Matthews, but okay, go ahead. Yes, yes. So yeah, three seasons did not a career make. Um, Charlie Conacher at right wing uh, over Lanny McDonald. If Lanny McDonald had finished his career in Toronto or played longer than I believe it was six years that he played, you know his his peak years were fantastic. Um, Rick Vibe scored fifty goals a couple times. But Conacher, um, you know, is a fantastic player who played in, you know, early in the 20th century. Now, uh, yeah, let me – hold on before you, you stay on the roll. I, I'm sure people remember, yeah, Rick Vive destroyed my finger at the uh, draft in Montreal, <laughs> but in Toronto, rather, but he, he is a great guy. Uh, Conacher, which of the Conakers played in the um, – played football, too, in the CFL? Uh, I – I think was it Lyle? It was Charlie, but I'm not. Sure. Was it Charlie? No, I gotta... no, no. I think I think it was Charlie, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Okay. I can I can look that up. That's I, fine. But one of them did, and it just shows how guys sort of were back in the day. Okay, go ahead. Um, defense, the talented family. I think they're yes, very talented. Uh, defense. There's uh, to me, it's clear. Um, two Hall of Famers, Tim Horton and Boreas Salming, two completely. Uh, you know, uh, uh, contra- you know, contrary type of styles, but uh, both fantastic. And uh, the the debate goaltending wise is always between the two B's, Turk Broda and De- Johnny Bauer. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of them won four Stanley Cups. Uh, Broda in the late 40s and early 50s, and Bauer with the four uh, cup cup victories in the 60s. Broda's statistics are slightly better and. Uh, Bauer didn't make it to the NHL until his late twenties or early thirties. Yeah. So, I, I, but that, that but we I have to we have to preface that. He told me that was because he got paid more in the AHL. That was the biggest reason. Yeah, yeah. He 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 basically negated NHL opportunities because he was playing with Cleveland, yeah. and he was making more than more than some NHL players. But then eventually he. Uh, he come. ended up uh, yeah. going to Toronto, and, and uh, it was Lionel Conacher that was the. Uh, okay, I knew it was one of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good team. That's I mean, that's that's a solid yeah. team. That's you know, you match up that team against a lot of teams, they definitely win. All right, the Bruins were really hard. Again, another team with just so many guys and. I, it is hard to fit into today's guys when they have such legends. So, don't expect a lot of it or any of it. Um, Bobby Orr, Ray Borg. Well, I'm. I'm uh, see, I was. I, I was going to say I'm going to be interested. I'm going to be interested in your choice on defense because there are three all-time greats. 
Bork. Well, there's four technically. There could be four. Well, it could be five then. Yeah, there's Shore, obviously Chara. You know what the interesting thing is? Yeah. Even Milt Schmidt played defense, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. He he played center and he played defense. But I still I had to go back to Ray Bork. So, you know, it's Oren Bork. I mean, obviously. It's a pretty good blue line. You can't really argue, no. but it, but it is amazing the amount of guys they've had. It's just so. Now it gets worse. The center position. I know everybody wants to say Patrice Bergeron, but I had to put Phil Esposito. I mean, again, it's you know one of the best goal scorers in the history of the game. Like period. Yeah, I might have to. Yeah, that's that to me is it. it it's. I mean, Patrice has had a, a tremendous career, no question about that. But Phil is just sort of, you know, just a little bit of a. You know, it, it's. It, it, Patrice has done a real an, has had an amazing career, but I, I, would, I would say, yeah, I would have to go with Espo there. I mean, the biggest thing I could tell you about Espo, besides obviously being on all the great Canada teams when he was still with the Bruins, but even as an older player when he went to the Rangers, he would set up in front of the net, and I remember watching one game where there were either two goals down or three goals down, maybe like, you know, two minutes left, and he scored all the goals and, and got them to, to tie the game and eventually win the game. And, and that was the thing about Esposito, and Mike probably remembers it. If he was set up in the crease, you couldn't get him out. And he had great hands. Right. Just, just great hands. He may have been big and lumbering. I always make the joke, um, Doug Cataldo, who – designed the Sportsology website and founded it with me. There's those uh, Fisher-Price uh, toys that basically show NHLers from back in the day. It's like a movie camera. And they bought me, he bought me one of Phil Esposito. And my big joke is he didn't look any faster no matter how much I revved up that camera. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Left wing, it's Johnny Busick. Like, it just is. I don't know if there's anybody else you could name that would even come close. So that one was easy. You know, right wing's hard, but end of the day, I had to go with Cam Neely. I did. Okay. All right. And who are your other kids? And then the, the goalie, the goalies, they've had a lot of goalies, but the smallest one seems to be the one that, still wins out in Tiny Thompson. I don't know if anybody's going to argue that. Not Tim Thomas? Um, <laughs> no. I, 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 would, I, I, I would have... No, uh, how about, how about Brimzik? Yeah, I mean, Frank Brimzik was fantastic, but um, he, and, and what was his nickname? Mr. Zero, right? He's an American yeah. goalie, one of the great American goalies ever, but he was more known for a different team, wasn't he? Um, I'll, I'll check, but I thought it was, I thought the majority of his career was with the Bruins. Yeah, I'm not sure, but Thompson seems to have all the records and Brimsick was great. Like he, he really was, but I had to go Thompson. It's a tough call, but that is the, uh, the way that I went. But this Bruins team, I mean, it took a while because they do have so many guys. They really do. Yeah, uh, he had ten seasons in the NHL, and nine of them were with the Bruins. And he oh, they were. Okay. 250, yeah, two fifty-two, one eighty-two, and eighty record, two point seven zero goals against, and forty career shutouts. 
Yeah, the shutouts are amazing. So, that's why bad. he was Mr. Zero. No. Yeah. So that's a t- that one's a hard debate. That's there. a tough one. And I like Frank Brimsick. I brought him up on a lot of classic things where a lot of times people make lists and they leave him out, and I had to leave him out. <laughs> Thanks, Ant. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so we're going to head south now, guys. We're going to head to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, obviously, not as any, you know, breaking, breaking with the, uh, in terms of the amount of information that we have, but the Lightning have had a, certainly some, some great players on their team. We'll start off first. Yeah. Um, we'll start off first at the center position, and this is probably, again, the, the Lightning have been fortunate to have some pretty good centers in their history, yeah. uh, top-end centers. Uh, coming down to where, where you are between LeCavalier and Stamkos, I decided to go with, uh, it, even though Stamkos certainly is going to be putting an assault on the, on, on the offensive records, I'm going to go with Vinny LeCavalier as their center, um, as, as all-time center. Old Stamkos is right there with him. The only reason I would go Stamkos is mm-hmm. because he's never really had an off season. LeCavier took a while to get going. Mm-hmm. He did. Okay. Uh, and Stamkos, That's my only criticism. Otherwise, it's a, it's a good had call. A lot of injury, has lost a lot of time to injury, but he's maximized yeah. that amount of time. The one thing I'm looking at with Stamkos is the fact that he, sh- he has shifted over to the wing as well. That's LeCavier true. LeCavier has been exclusively a centerman throughout his career. Nope, so that's, that's fair. So that's only a slight, slight edge in that circumstance um, in that case. So on the – now, it gets interesting certainly when you're talking about um, right wing. Um, up until, I would say, probably about five years ago, this would have been a slam dunk for, for, for Marty San Louis. But I think Nikita Kucherov um, has been just an exemplary player for the Lightning, and I think – Cooch is just slightly tips out Marty San Louis on the right wing. Uh, I can see it. I, 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 I'm with you on that. It's a tough one, but I'm with you. Yeah. If you were probably yeah, Cooch to the left, then on, on then then Marty moves right up. But in this case, yeah. it's the right wing. So uh, on the left side, I think it's Vinny Prospel. He had a tremendous specific career with the with the Lightning. Uh, on the left side. Certainly, uh, Corey Stillman was another consideration as well. I think Andre Pollitt has certainly had a nice little run here. But in terms of left wings, I think it's the Vinny Prospel show for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm trying to look. What what position at the end was Andrew Chuck playing? Andrew Chuck was center. He, he was still center even? No, he wasn't. No. He was center. No, left wing. I, I, no, left wing. No, he was a left. No. He was a left. He I'm I'm po- I am positive. On the, I I'm watched positive that, like, that he team specifically and, and obviously covered them in the playoffs. He was playing third line center for that team in 2004. Oh, so he was he was a left wow. winger through most of his career in Buffalo. <laughs> he went to Tampa and then shifted. John Tortorella got him to shift to center. Okay. He was basically a second line. He was their third line center for that. I mean, I covered the cup, and I and I don't remember exactly what position. I, it's oh, funny. I, I have I have the sheet somewhere, but I can't. I won't be able to you pull it out. You could probably say there, but again, his, his time at least playing on the left side, I think for Tampa wasn't great. And when yeah. He okay. To center, he was much because you just couldn't keep up with the play. Whereas as a checking center, his range helped him, and he had really shifted his game into a very defensively responsible game, and up yeah. to John played him at third-line center. And I, if you think about it, he had LeCavalier, Richards, and then a shifted Andrichuk handling third-line center. It was pretty impre- I mean, obviously, that, that's a championship team for the Lightning. That was pretty impressive 
that you know. Oh, he was a massive him. reason that that they won. There's no oh, question. Oh, no question. Not a question. Now, defense gets interesting. I think for sure right now, Victor Hedman uh, is one of the defensemen. Yeah. Uh, when you get over to the to the other side, you've got a few candidates there. I know a lot of people are going to want to say Dan Boyle. Um, I'm leaning actually in, in this circumstance. Roman Hamerlick had a pretty good early career with with the Lightning. Um, but another guy, obviously, to consider as well is Pavel Kabina. I think Kabina was was actually really, really good for them. But for now, I'm going to say just to kind of go a little bit further back in Dan's history. All right. I, I hate to do this. Yep. Wikipedia, I'm going to executive challenge. I'm looking up the lineup from the 04 Cup, and it has Andrew Chuck as left wing. And I, he did not. Yeah. He was playing. I'm pretty sure he was playing center. Okay. But I'm not, it's still your call, so it doesn't matter. You win the I'm not going to put career-wise Andrew Chuck ahead of Vinny Prosper. Yeah, that's, not, I get it. I, I can't. I, you can. You want to put him under consideration on the roster, sure, but I would not put him ahead of Vinny, uh, of Vinny Prosper. Absolutely. Let's, not, let's not forget the video that exists on YouTube where John Tortorella excoriates Vinny Prosper um, <laughs> after scoring his 30th goal, and he was very happy on the bench about it. And he's yep. screaming it during, like, music he, or something. It's fantastic. But Vinny loved him. But Vinny loved him. Well, they, I, I, apparently, because on the Rangers, John. on the Rangers, Torts wanted him back. But after I saw that video, I'm like, how could he even like this guy? But he didn't. He loved it because he's a statist. That's why. You're not wired. You know, listen, at the end of the day, everybody's wired differently. That's true. Everybody's wired. And that was maybe what he needed. He needed to be, he needed, uh, you know, him, him to kind of, Keep him steady, but still. It's a great video. Uh, but, People should but, check it out. It shows John at his best. Defense, so, Hedman for sure on defense. Um, yeah. The other defenseman, again, it's probably a toss-up between Boyle, Hammerlick, and Kubina. I'm going to go with Hammerlick. And, yeah, I can go I, with Hammerlick. And I, and, I think, and I think Strawman might have an honorable mention as well. Strawman's in there, too. I would have Strawman in the mix there, too. Absolutely. That's He's fair, too, yeah. He's been critical to keep. He was critical of keeping Tampa certainly in the mix there. Absolutely. Now goaltender, it's real interesting because again you're oh, probably yeah. you're probably looking at a three man race between Vasilevsky, Hobby Bullen, and Pupa. And yeah. you know Pupa actually had an incredible. Uh, statistically, Pupa had actually a really really good early career uh, with, with with the Lightning at Durham. He was a, he was a star at RPI, and I had a friend that went to RPI. When he was basically, he's basically my age when I was in college, and yeah, when I was up at RPI, that's all they talked about was Darren Pooper. Yeah, and then yeah, and, and then he, unse- he unseated he unseated Barrasso in in Buffalo, and then got traded to Toronto. Yeah. Um, but are, are you factoring in Ben Bishop? Because I would think Ben Bishop would be in the, in the mix. Bishop would certainly be in the mix as well. But again, if I'm sort of if it's getting down to really sort of the goaltender has been sort of established for, for the longest stretch. I mean, I'm assuming Torts is your coach, so then you can't – it won't be John Graham, right? <laughs> Definitely won't be John Graham. <laughs> right. For sure. So, it, 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 to me, it's, it's probably coming down to Vasilevsky and Hobby Bullen, and I just – I'm probably feeling better with regards to Vasilevsky than I am. I mean, Hobby Bullen got a deep – certainly a deep run, but Hobby Bullen also – had moments of ups and downs in his career. Yeah. As he's been on, 
he, he's, he's really difficult to stop. So this is a really tough one for me, but I'm going to lean Vaz in this case. No, I can see you leaning Vaz. I mean, Javi Bullen was sort of like a hired gun. He really was. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and him, him, leaving, him leaving after 04 was a big reason why they dropped off for a little while. It was shocking, yeah. actually, because I had just written an article at that cup, boy, this team could really possibly be a dynasty, and then, like, you know, two months later, <laughs> Robbie Bullen's gone, and I'm like, what the yeah. hell just happened, man? He ended up in Chicago, yeah, right? And, 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 yeah, he went yeah, for money. And, and, the fact, and the fact that they, they, they had so much money allocated to LeCavier, uh, Brad Richards, Boyle, and yeah. I think it was Saint, Saint Louis, that yeah. they had not, they didn't have enough money to keep Javi Bullen or to basically have a, a competitive team for a number of years. So that really well, yeah. Jay Feaster does not go into the GM Hall of Fame. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the Lightning roster. So we're gonna. So my my roster again is Lecavalier, slightly out of Stamkos, Frostbull, Kucherov. Hedman and Hammerlick on defense, Vaz in net. Good team. Team, yeah. All right, Michael. Up. Okay, uh, we'll go. We'll go with the Sabers next. That was that was fairly. I I, I had one difficult decision, and I'll, I'll see if you guys agree with it or not. Um, to me, uh, left wing is a. It's not a no brainer because uh, Anderchuk is a Hall of Famer and put up great numbers with with the Sabres, um, 804 points in 837 games. But if you mm-hmm. look at um, Richard Martin's statistics, um, you know, he had less points but in less games played, and he was the, he was the winger uh, with uh, 681 games played, 695 points, and they have had more goals in, in less games than Andrew Chuck did. So I picked Martin over Andrew Chuck and Craig. That's Ramsey. a good pick. I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, this team is loaded on, on left wing and not, not as much loaded on the right side, but, but Martin is clearly the best. Paro up the middle is a is no-brainer. No-brainer. I mean, I, LaFontaine was, yeah, was, was great. Howard Chuck was great. Eichel is going to be great or is great. But, yeah, Paro is, is the guy. Here's the one that I, I debated because Danny Gare had two 50-goal seasons. Rene Robert was the right winger on the uh, on the French Connection and had the the most career points of any right winger. But I went with McGillney because McGillney's points per game was second career to mm. LaFontaine on this team and 76 goals in '93. And I, 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 you know, now that's that's the one that you can debate. You could also mix in a Miroslav Shatan. You broke up the I French connection for McGillney. All I can <laughs> think is, Jobert Perot would have hated McGillney. Right. Because right, once the puck got to McGillney, it never went anywhere. Correct. Else. And yeah, Perot would have hated yeah. that. <laughs> True. Like Perot right, was one of my black. favorite players. Black. I got to tell you, Perot was one of my favorite players growing up, and I, I had a chance to meet him and told him that. And and he did thrive at playing at MSG too. That's probably another reason I liked him because he always kicked the Rangers' ass. But ah, you just made the French Connection line. You broke them up, Mike. That's that's the headline here. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm heartless. Um, <laughs> defense. Uh, <laughs> Defense was fairly easy. I had uh, Phil Housley and Mike Ramsey. Uh, the only one I think could have really 
uh, competed with them was Schoenfeld, but I thought Ramsey's <clears throat> Ramsey I thought was better defensively and was there for a longer time. And Housley's you know, the career leader in points among defensemen. And even though both are great and both maybe both maybe Hall of Famers, I definitely went with Hasek over no Ryan Ale- Miller. No Alexi Shitnik. Wait, so wait, so who were the no, defensemen again? Was it, you said Ramsey, Mike Ramsey and Housley. Mike. Yeah, Ramsey and Housley. Okay, no, that's good. And Red and you Warner. went with Hasek. <laughs> I just feel like I want I want to tweet out this lineup to Mike Harrington and see what he thinks. <laughs> I just, he won't I just want to, I want to get the. He might respond. He's got nothing to do. You think he has nothing to okay. do? Okay. Listen, I saw what he was tweeting about the other day. He, what was he arguing about? He was, um, oh, you know what he was arguing about yesterday? He was arguing about the fact that the Sabers haven't won a playoff game since 2007, and I responded back, well, at least it's better than the Bills, which was like 1995. See, I, I thought you were going to go down the road as at least it's better than the Leafs because they haven't won since '04. No, I wanted to stay Buffalo-centric on that. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, sir. Anytime. All right. Let's go with – I'm going to go with the Detroit Red Wings because there were some – Oh, did we get goaltender, Mike? <laughs> yeah, Hasek. Hasek. I was going to say Slambuck. Hasek yeah. over Miller. Yeah. 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 Okay. There was some surus here. If you don't know the word, you can look it up in the Yiddish dictionary. Um, figuring out the Red Wings because, you know, so many guys, again. I mean, Nick Lidstrom, no-brainer. That's easy. I'd... On defense, though, you know, it's like, you know, there's Murphy, Chelios, even though he wasn't at his best anymore, he still was on the cup teams. You, you know, Reed Larson, you know, he's second in points, but it's like you can't put Reed Larson on it. I just couldn't do it. I, I know point-wise he should. End of the day, I had to go with Konstantinov because it was extraordinary circumstances that he, that he stopped playing. But I got to tell you, this guy was an unbelievable player. I mean, he just he was like your prototypical great defenseman of that era that could do anything. So yeah, I went with Konstantinov I, I, on that one. I mean, if if. If you're t- if you're talking modern era, I, 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 he would be there with the with the guys like Chelios. But I'm I'm surprised he didn't go back because remember, Red Kelly was a defense. I know with Detroit. I know. won four cups. So. I know. I kept but Red okay. Kelly off too. I did. I'm the guy. All right. Um, <laughs> so we go center Steve Eiserman. At least that was easy. Right wing Gordie Howe. Again, that mm-hmm. was easy. Left wing was tough because right. now you've got. Lindsay, you've got Abel. I still had to go terrible Ted on that, though. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Abel, then it gives to open. It's a tough call. I'm telling you, it is a tough call. Shanahan? Over mm. Ted Lindsay? Mm. Over I Ted couldn't Lindsay? do it. I couldn't do it. Shanahan had a He had a great career there. But I, 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 I'm leaning, I'm also leaning Ted. Yeah, okay. but not, but not heavily. You know, Shanny did have a hell of a career there. So he did. Now here's some interesting things. We know who the goalie is. It's Terry Sawchuk. That's no brainer. But some things I didn't realize. I didn't realize Sawchuk got traded to the Bruins for basically nothing. I didn't know that. And then he got traded uh, back. I I had no idea. I was dumb to that. 
And when he got traded back, do you know who he got, who he got traded for? I don't. Johnny Busick. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Red Wings were not good yeah. at trading. Um, so then another thing that really bugs me, and, and it bugs me now to the point where I'm going to have to get a definitive answer. So when you see Terry Sawchuk on, on Wikipedia, it says died, and it just says hospital, New York, New York. Now, I interviewed Emil Francis for our second Ranger book, 100 Things Ranger Fans Should Know or Do Before They Die, right? And he had to go and identify Sawchuck's body at the hospital in New York. I am now going to have to call Emil Francis and find out what hospital so I could change Wikipedia because it just bugs me that a guy like Terry Sawchuck, they literally just left it as hospital. Like, it's just, I can't live with that. I'm just letting you know. That's the weirdness of me. You want specifics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want specifics. I, especially for a guy like this, it's, it's got to be specific. I'm sure, because so. I, I know that, uh, I know a, mov- a movie just came out uh, about Sawchuck's life, and I know there's been a few books on him. I'm sure it's probably in the book. that It uh, may even be in my own book, was. and I have to go back and look at it, because maybe... Francis did tell me the exact hospital. I don't know. It was the same thing. There's a ball player in my book, Pioneers of Baseball, right? And I looked it up, and it said, death unknown, causes unknown. And since I was writing about him, I couldn't live with that. And Rhonda McClure, who's in the Bruins uh, area, she, she basically covers the Bruins. She's in Boston. She is also uh, a genealogist, and I had her search after I ran out of reasons as to why this guy may have died, this ball player from the 1900s in New York, and she found it. She found his death certificate, and I was able to put it in a book, and I updated it on baseball reference and said, hey, it's not unknown causes. This is what he died from, and he had like a, a former lupus. He played with, he played with that, and so he, wow. he had an autoimmune issue, and so that's you know what he died from, and I felt good because it was like, oh, this, finally, I figured it out for this guy, so... Yeah, I'm a weird guy. Moving on. All right. You're the Grim so, Reaper. Gonna... I don't, it's not being a Grim Reaper. It's just, like, it should just say the right thing. <laughs> Brooks wants to make sure to honor the dead. I think that's probably what it comes down to. It does come down to that. Yeah. Properly, it is yeah. a respectful version of Russ in peace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to, you know, I think we're going to, yeah, we're going to stay south because, again, we've been kind of been up north and I've been kind of wanting to come down south. I do have the Senators. I will deal with them shortly. But we're going to go Florida Panthers next, stay down in the sunny climes of Fort Lauderdale area, Miami area. And look, it's an interesting thing with the Panthers. Again, not, you know, certainly the center position right now, Alex Barkov is certainly pushing yeah. up the ladder. But for right now, I think at the moment, it still remains, Ole Jokinen still remains their top all-time yep. center. No, that's right. fair. Yeah. But, but Barkov has got probably another season or so before I think he surpass, he'll he sucks, surpass. He sucks in the shootout, but he was a great Panther otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brian Boucher says thank you. Yeah. <laughs> is there some bitterness there, Mr. Cohen? Is there no, no, no. This is commentary, Mike. It's called commentary. This is kind of Left wing right now, I think it's just – I don't think there's anybody near Jonathan Huberto on the left wing. 
for, for that's a, true. For, I really don't. Huberto's been a tremendous left wing for them. Uh, right wing right now, I think it's Pavel Bure. Bure yeah. He just didn't miss a beat leaving Vancouver going there. He had yeah, tremendous years there. He did. Yeah, tremendous years he was in there. And you, you can maybe make a whisper, you know, Scott Mellonby was a pretty important part of that 96 squad. But sure. It's just not even a, a, it's not even a, a, a consideration there. Defense, they've been fortunate with some pretty solid, pretty good defensemen throughout their history. Certainly Aaron Ekblad, if he, you know, could stay yeah. healthy. Gordon Murphy, certainly in the mix, had a really good career. But I, I think overall right now, it's Ed Jovanovsky. He had... Really special ed, yep. Special ed, Jobo Cop, as everybody called him back in the day. Yeah. And um, yep. you can consider, you know, you can mention certainly how you know Jay Bowmeister was pretty important for them. But I'm going to say Robert Svela. I think Svela had Bingo. a long, very, really underrated uh, career there pick. in Florida. I'm going to go with Robert Svela, just over. Uh, I have over to, I, and I, and, uh, and Murphy. I have to say, I have to mm-hmm. say that. I didn't know how good Robert Fela was, and he, you know, he he went to Toronto late in his career until he went to the Leafs, and even I think he was at 30, I think he was thirty four, thirty five. He was still a great defenseman. So yeah, yeah. I think he's clearly the, the he's best. Just, career he was wise. just so was rock with solid him. in many ways. He was kind of he reminded me quite a bit of of Eric Desjardins uh, in many ways. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's he fair. He's unheralded. A guy you could depend. A guy you could depend on. Um, you know, in terms of just just a good long storied career, I don't think there's any question there. And in goal, um, it's going to be Roberto Luongo over John. Yeah. I mean, Beezer had a had a had a, just a tremendous season, uh, a couple seasons for the, for Florida. Certainly, his, his career, you know, obviously splitting time in New York with Mike. I mean, there's no way they don't make it to the Cup without Van Beesburg, but it has to be Luongo. right. Exactly, but Luongo's just Luongo's a Hall of Fame goaltender. So uh, in yeah. this circumstance, I think it's it, it's certainly it's it's Bobby Lou in that there. So I think Florida's lineup is pretty well stacked. There are some other defensive considerations up front. You know, at center, you can maybe make a whisper about Stephen Weiss being on the roster, but in terms of being the top unit, it's it's still only nah. Open. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the Florida Panthers. All right, okay. Matt, Michael, let's go back to you. Uh, let's go with the Hartford Whalers, which was I, – I, I didn't have a real tough time here because there were certain ones that you, you definitely yeah, were just no-brainers. Um, I, on the left side, I went with Jeff Sanderson uh, slightly over Sylvain Turgeon. Sylvain Turgeon had a good career with them, second overall pick. Um I think it was 81 that he was drafted, but Sanderson had uh, 189 goals uh, in, uh, I think it was, yeah, just a few more, a few more games. Uh, Sanderson, I thought was, you know, during his time with, with Hartford, I mean, his center was Andrew Castle. Yeah. Castles was great. Yeah. Right. He was a great playmaker, but, but if you compare the fact that Sylvain Turgeon played most of his career, I think he played one, one maybe two years with Mike Rogers, and then I think he played with uh, with Francis, uh, who you know is an all. I mean, Mike Rogers is no slouch either. Rogers had over a hundred. No, no, Mike. Yeah. Three times in yeah three years in a row with Hartford and then the Rangers, but I I I went with Sanderson uh, over him. Uh, I like the speed. Sanderson had good speed, even at the end. He always was like that speedy guy, like Gartner. He kept his speed a long time. 
and he had a rebirth with Columbus late in his career. He got a chance, yep. and he was still he was still pretty good and played and played okay with the Sabers as well. Uh, Francis is the is the all time over. Ray Ferraro and and Rod, Rogers only had two great years with Hartford. And right. he went to the Rangers, so that that, that was a factor. Um, on the right wait, side, I got to tell you one quick story. Right is, so yeah, Rogers yeah. to lure him to Hartford because he was somewhere before Hartford, right? Or was he just did he sign as out of college? Out of um, I think he, out of I think juniors. He was New, I think he was with the New England Whalers. I think he was right. in the WHA. Right. Mm-hmm. They. They flew. They flew him in a private jet to kind of lure him. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing he told is, me that. you look. You look at the. You look at the trade that the Rangers made for him. And it was like Doug Sullivan. It was. It was like. It was basically. I. I don't get what. What. What Hartford was doing unless they couldn't afford him. Was Doug. Sullivan, I think they couldn't afford Sopolis him. And Jerry. Mc- yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it was. It was strange. But. But anyway. So uh, right side. I mean, Pat Verbeek is really, is really good. He had great years for them. Blaine Stoughton scored 50 goals twice. Yeah. But I went with I went with Kevin Deneen because Deneen. Yeah, Deneen is, is the guy everybody loves. They yeah. all love Kevin Deneen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. he was just he was tough. He, he was tough. He could score. He was consistent. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's the best of the right wingers. Uh, defense. I went with Mark Howe and Dave Babich. The only real um, competitor on that one was Ulf Samuelson because of his toughness and his you know defensive ability and his ability to piss off the opposition. Um, you know Pronger was there only for a couple years early in his teens, so I did he wasn't a factor. So I mean, Howe and right. Babich I think are are way above everybody else. And mm-hmm. this was I think Pronger was still in college, maybe down in a few beers. I'm not sure. Uh, this is a 50-50 proposition because their because their stats are almost exact uh, in terms of the goalies. Uh, but I went with Mike Liute over Sean Burke because they had more playoff success with Liute. I think Liute's the guy. I agree with you on that. I like that. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, Burke's that. Burke's numbers were. I think Burke's uh, save percentage and goals against were were better, but Liute had more shutouts and he had more wins. So and, and, and Burke's record was under five hundred, so I went with Liute. No, I like it. I just I always go back to the Philly Sean Burke thing where it's before the playoffs <laughs> and he gets we're all huddled around his, his locker and he goes, you know, I'm just letting everybody know I'm not going to be back next year. And the playoffs haven't even started yet. I, I just remember looking <laughs> dumbfounded like, what are you doing, man? Like you you're I think you're setting the wrong tone here. <laughs> Like I'm thinking, thinking for myself. Sabotage his team's aspirations. Yeah. He did. Sheesh. <laughs> Anyhow. Wow. All right. Okay, who's next? So, that's your turn, Russ. Okay, so the Canadians. <sighs> There's <laughs> never any... Never any problem when you're picking the Canadians. I'm sure nobody will have a problem with any of the guys I picked. Okay. Um... I think defense is easy, at least to me it was. I went Doug Harvey, Larry Robinson. I don't think you could do any better, but what do you guys think? No. Okay. No, no, I, I, you know, like, I mean, Chelios might be in the mix, Savard or LaPointe, yeah. but no, I think those are two, yeah. the, two, the, two, yeah. the two best. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. When you look at the Canadians, like center and right wing, they're just loaded. Left wing, 
Not as much, and I just went Steve Shutt. I, I, I have no problem with Steve mm-hmm. Shutt. Great goal oh, scorer. One of, really one of the great ones of his era. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I, I, I this is where it's going that. to get controversial. Center. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. Um, Corinne, if Corinne's listening, you'll probably disagree. Uh, I went Vinny Damfus over Henri Richard, and I'll tell you why. Vinny Damfus was a .90 for his career in Montreal at center, had some great years. Richard was a .83. Now, you could talk about all the cups, but if you're going to tell me Henri Richard won them all the cups, I'm going to argue with you. Danfus was a pretty great player. So that, to me, was a tough call, but what do you guys think? I think it's clearly Jean Beliveau. Oh, Beliveau, I left out. Jesus, yeah. no, it's Beliveau. That was my gap. No, no, it's Beliveau. Sorry. Mm. See? Saturday morning. Wasn't even going there. Wow. You're thinking this was coming from Quebec, man. Coming right for your house in Glassboro. Yeah. No, no, it has to be Beliveau. He's one of the great players. All of a sudden, the I have no idea how he left them off. Quebec troops, several divisions of Quebec troops have invaded the U.S. and are heading towards New Jersey. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, when I was doing my research this morning, it's weird. Beliveau's name was not even coming up. I have no idea why. And, you know, I did this, like, right after breakfast. No idea. Okay, my bad. Yeah. John Beliveau. Um, and then we're going to go on the right side. It's, it's, it's Rocket Richard, but, you know, you have Guy LaFleur, too. It's like... Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah, a, it, that's and, that's a really boom, tough boom. call. And Boom Boom Jeffreyon. The Kobayashi Maru, the no-win scenario. <laughs> yeah, and Boom Boom Jeffreyon, yeah. yeah. Boom Boom Jeffreyon was a really great player. He he not only could beat you up, but he could score goals, too. And I know everybody remembers him from the light beer commercials, but he was a hell of a player. And But still, it's Rocket Richard, right? It's like, you know, yeah, one of the yeah, five I'm best all-time. Yeah, I mean, if it's not – I mean – Richard Lafleur, Richard Lafleur, you know, like you, you go back and forth and not and not really lose. The funny thing is, you, you remember Boom Boom Jeffreyon for you know his slap shot. You also remember him yeah. for possibly the ugliest incident in the history of hockey when he took a baseball swing. I, I can't yeah. remember what the Ranger player what it was, but he connected with a baseball swing, and hit the guy in the head. Was it Batgate? I'm surprised the guy didn't get. Was it Batgate, Russ? I'm not no, sure if it's Batgate. Bat-gate. Bat-gate. I don't think it was Bathgate, but it's it's in it's in a hundred Ranger greats, and I'm just not remembering this moment. But I know exactly what Mike's talking about. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up because the story's up. in there. Um, but yeah, and then goalie, I went Patrick Waugh. I know that's hard. I know there's Jacques Plant. I love Jacques Plant. Plant played and for Kenny the Rangers Dryden. too. And Kenny Dryden too. And Kenny Dryden, who I feel was tremendous, even though Mike doesn't like Ken Dryden, but that's okay. Um, Mike, Mike didn't even want to make Ken uh, Dryden Ranger, a backup, but the Ranger was Ron Murphy. Ron Murphy, thank you. Yeah, I I knew it wasn't somebody like Bathgate that I would definitely remember right out of the gate. But, That's also error wise. I'm I'm more yeah. coffee this morning, so oh no, it's 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 fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, and Jock Plant's one of the all time greats. But if I if I really think about it, 
and then this might be personal bias. I just I think of Patrick Waugh as the guy. Now I know he went the way he left may not have been ideal, but that wasn't his fault. So that yeah. was you know ownership that was just bugging the hell out of him. Which again, what owner in the world sits right there and yells at players and says stuff to players? Like seriously, in the history of sports, from what from what I from what I understand, it was more it was more the antagonism towards Mario Trombley than it was ownership. But it was just the opportunity where he was, you, he doesn't get pulled. He comes up. He does, he gets pulled off the ice and he and he yeah. goes right to the owner and says that's the last game I play I'm playing playing with the Canadians. So yeah, I think he did, an but he used to yell stuff, Mike. I'm pretty sure. Well, maybe. Maybe I, I I I just know the specific incident. It was it was the fact that Trombley like kept him out there for eight yeah. goals, and that was yeah. that was it. I, I mean, let, let's face it. He's if the guy's French Canadian and he's at a hockey game, he's yelling stuff. Like it's pretty obvious to me. <laughs> Goodness gracious! <laughs> I can say some other things, but I won't. That's good. <sighs> Ant, you're up. All right, so. I got the Ottawa Senators again. Interesting again. I, I kept it more obviously in the the current modern era of Senators. <laughs> there's, just, there's too much of a, of a gap between the original era and, and the current era. So we're going to stick obviously with current era. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, at center, it's uh, Jason Spezza mm-hmm. uh, over Alexi Yashin and Mike Fisher. Um, Spezza yeah. for sure. Actually, it's probably the entire front, this entire unit uh, could, you could probably make an argument for, certainly in this case. Left wing, it's uh, Danny Heatley over uh, over Marian Hossa and Marty Havlet. Mm-hmm. Um, on the right wing, I mean, come on, Daniel Alfredson. Yeah, uh, yeah Alfie. At, lo- at, St- at Stone stayed longer and they had more success, maybe you could kind of make a little bit more of an argument, but Stone's now in Vegas and Alfredson's Alfredson. So, yep. defense. Eric Carlson's kind of a you know yeah. kind of walking away with the first one. Now the second D. Now some might say, well, do you consider Zidane Char in the mix? He was really he came into his own there. But again, I, I can I identify Char more with the Bruins, and he really came into his own fully with the Bruins. So I'm going to go with actually, and, and I know some people might say, hey, well, Chris Phillips had a pretty solid career, but I'm going to say Wade Redden. Redden had a really really good career, I think, with the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, he did. He Carl- did. I'm going to say Carlson and Redden on, on defense. And goalie's not that difficult either. That's Craig Anderson. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much the sign down. So, really, an entire but I think you I think you, you may have thought about Ray Emery for a minute, at least. <laughs> or, 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 the, or the brief moment of Patrick Lalime probably, as well. With the still Lalime was good until he wasn't. Like, get, there's a picture that goes, yeah. that goes around. Lalime really did have great numbers, but... He let up some goals, and of course, there's that picture of him with the beach ball and the net. And but when you go back and analyze his numbers, his numbers are good, but it's just he had bad moments. Yeah, he right. did. Whereas Anderson, I think, has been far more you know oh, yeah. and has all the records and everything. So yeah, an entire line here. We didn't, unlike Mike, we didn't break up the French connection here. The cash <laughs> line, line stays together. <laughs> The money See, the, only, the, only, the, only, the only the only the only quibble that I have here is that Phillips is the all-time leader in games played, former yeah. overall mm-hmm. pick, and yeah. he, 
but the re- yeah, you know, that, that was the one I really yeah. Yeah, statistically is it, you know he's I mean he was more of a more of a stay at home defenseman throughout most of his career and Redden was Redden was an offensive guy but I mean I look at Redden and Redden played there for twelve for eleven years so yeah, and yeah. That, that didn't really have a bad season until yeah so I, yeah I, I, we yeah. we know Mike that, you don't have to go any further <laughs> <laughs> sheesh thanks there Russ thank you. Thanks for shutting me down. There you go. <laughs> you shut yourself down, actually, which I appreciate. <laughs> God. All right. So, what do we have remaining? Me. Mike? Uh, the, Quebec Nord- the Quebec Nordique. The Quebec Nordique. The Nords. The Nords. Okay. Now, I don't, there, there will be a little bit of controversy, and I'll yield to your uh, to your judgment here because – uh, like like you with the Dave Anderchuk saying that he played center, um, I know for a fact that this player played a certain position when he was in Quebec. But we'll we'll get to that when the position comes up. Uh, okay. Left wing, there's no doubt. Michel Goulet yeah. uh, was the best left winger. Uh, Anton Stasny had a few good years, but he was you know not the best of the Stasnys, and uh, no. and Goulet's a better winger. Uh, he, was the, he was the shemp. Over... He was the shemp of the Stasnys. Yeah. No, that that was that, that was Marion. Oh no, you're right. Marion was. That's right. Yes. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Anton was better than Marion. You're right. Yourself down, Russ. Anton was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was Curly Joe. Uh, All Peter... right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Peter Stasny, clearly the the best, uh, which is saying a lot because Sackick had good years at the, at the end. Then obviously trans, transferred to the Avalanche, and Dale Hunter was, I mean, a menace. But Stastny was a, an all-time great. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah here's no, here's the here's the here's the area where uh, I I I had a little bit of issue because there were some good candidates, but Matt Sundin played right wing for the Nordiques. He only converted mm-hmm. to center when he got traded to Toronto. And if you look mm-hmm. at Sundin's stats, he had 334 points in 324 games, over a point per game. Uh, I, 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 he was better than, than Riel Cloutier or Marion Stasny or Wilf Pema or Owen. And Wilf Pema was a pretty good player, um, though. He was. But I, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and he, had, he had really good years there, but I, I had yeah. to go with Sundin. No, uh, I agree with winger. that. Uh, Defensively, boy, this team sucks. When your yeah. all-time pairing of defensemen, and I'm, you know, I'm not insulting them, but I'm just saying this is the best, was Mario Marawa and Randy Moeller. Jeff Brown uh, had uh, over a point per game, but he didn't play very long, and those were the two longest tenured. Did you at least consider Michelle Petit, Mike? You, did you at least look at him? I did not. I did not. Not a, not. No. No, if it were if we're talking about a, the the best player who played for twelve teams, then maybe he would be on that list. But no, mm. and uh, and goaltending, uh, it's clearly Daniel Bouchard. Uh, but Russ and I will get into a into a, a pier six brawl over who the other one. Uh, yes. Mario Stefan Pisset. <laughs> no, no, it's not Mario. Go- Mario Gosselin statistically is the second best goaltender. Uh, He's uh, not. Chibo has better save percentage. Oh, God, see what I mean? 
Jocelyn Tebow has a better save percentage. You just don't like Jocelyn Tebow. I know, but that that doesn't matter because we're only choosing one goalie, so it's Daniel Bouchard, so shut up. I know, but I just felt like I needed to tell people because save percentage is – here's what a goalie told me once. Save percentage is the stat that that gets them paid. That's what a goalie told me once. Yes. Okay. Okay. Dan Bouchard. Yeah, Dan Bouchard's a good goalie, though. That's – he was fine. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. All right. And I believe that closes us out for the Atlantic Division plus our bonus our bonus teams. Yeah. So sorry again about the Jean Beliveau. That was a morning gaffe. Let's mention real quick in since we got a couple of secs here. Um Flyers made some signings. Most notable mm-hmm. the um the Tanner Lisinski one was big because yeah. that one – That's been up for debate for, for some time. A long time. And, and I think – A long time. I think the yeah. current climate helped make his decision because I noticed a lot of guys now reverted back to the teams that drafted him because mm-hmm. everything's so uncertain out there that I don't think yeah. they wanted to be out yeah. there in August and have there be no interest in them because there's a season going on. And so I think that aided the Flyers, and it helped a few other teams too. And oh, I, th- fact, I agree with that. I, I yeah, definitely yeah. agree with that. But I also think in Philly there is an opportunity here. I think for Lis- for Lisinski. Uh you already have two. Depending on the situation next year, he's probably again. It's, again, both contracts being under the rules, they, these were two-year entry entry-level deals, uh, not three years because of the ages of both Allison and Lisinski right. at age 22. So the Flyers have them signed up for two years. So Lisinski, I think, has a window here, I think, to potentially – And he can play center or wing. That's the good news. That's the thing. His versatility is something I think the Flyers very much prize. They can play. He's played center pretty much entirely this year for Ohio State, Um, certainly trying to feature as much as possible here versus wing. But I think he can fit in either – center or wing for Philadelphia going forward. And, again, with Philly already having two pending unrestricted free agents in um, in, in the players that they acquired, in Derek Grant and, and Nate Thompson, I think Lisinski certainly saw an opportunity. Philly doesn't have a ton of center depth in system right now. With his main competition, I think, right now probably would be Morgan Frost for, for if, if, if Philly stayed exclusively uh, yeah. going at the position. So, yeah, Lisinski obviously has an opportunity there. Allison again, again, had he not had the knee, had he not had the ACL injury, I think he probably would have. I, I agree with he'd signed last year. He'd have signed either last year or maybe a couple of years ago, possibly as, as soon as that point. But you know, he has an opportunity here. I think here at Philadelphia, certainly to start off at the you know before long, start the AHL level, and I, I think he still has a chance. Uh, of, of of becoming an NH of, of being an NHL player, it all depends again on how well his his knee holds up. I think he does yeah. a lot of good things. He can, I mean, he in the summer the knee was no better, and he definitely missed games this summer, year. And we're going to need to see. I think it's going to be tough. I think, it, I, I it's, think gonna it's going to be hard. At best, I think it's. A He's got all the tools, time. but but the knee is really the knees again yeah. it, 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 with health. That's that's the key for for Allison. But again, I think it's good as you as you mentioned before. I think because of a lot of the other things that Allison brings. He oh, yeah. You want him in your organization. You do. You want him in the organization, exactly. In much the same way that, you know, Kevin Hayes helps, yep. I think, a team's overall mindset in, in, the ways that, in the way that he, he carries himself. I think 
Allison can do the same, certainly for the American League players, uh, for the young American League players coming up as well. Yeah, and the one that went under the radar that I really liked was Wyatt Wiley because he um, yeah. he's a guy that's been improving drastically the last yeah. couple of years. So that's a good the offensive defenseman there. Wiley, yeah, Wiley's certainly come along, and I think for a lot of Flyer fans are waiting to see whether or not uh, – uh, Kaliniuk, if he's going to be signing or if he thinks potentially that there may be, again, this is just my, my interpretation with Philly having as many defensemen in system as, as they do, does he look and see, do I have a chance of cracking onto an NHL, you know, getting closer to an NHL roster or not over the next couple of years? So that yeah, one he might go a- back. He might go back. He might. I think he might. I think this, you know, we'll have to wait and see uh, on the on, uh, Kaliniak front. Yeah. All right. That's it for Off the Post. We'll catch everybody next time. Take care, everybody, and stay healthy. Hello. you acting up oh yeah now i hear you mike you still there mike? Right, i'm gonna hang up and i'll call him and see if yeah. this got fucked yeah. up right yeah. now. we'll do it. all right bud talk to you all right see ya without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.